This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. The following content is brought to you by Paul Bramblett, Abigail 13, Mr. Fister, and Orange Thunder. Welcome back, everyone. On this episode of Nintendo Switchcraft, we've got a lot of things that I want to cover today. First off, while I was getting ready to um, to have a to, to record the show, we had a great idea for a, um, a discussion topic on uh, XCloud in the live chat. So um, we're gonna talk. We're gonna tackle that XCloud question. Um, we're also gonna talk about some sales records that were broken. A old retro arcade style game that is on its way to Nintendo Switch, which uh, Nintendo posted that like right before I went live, and maybe, maybe even the mailbag. So stick around, everybody, for episode 581 of Nintendo Switchcraft. So like I said a moment ago, I was putting the show notes together. If you didn't know, I do the show live over on my Twitch channel on Monday and Wednesday. Uh, and then on Fridays, sometimes I do it live on my YouTube channel. Uh, both of those can be found by going to my website, which also has the show notes and a link to our Discord channel. Um, trust me, go to runjumpstomp.com. You're going to find some things there that are going to be interesting to you. Um, but we were doing the show live, and I was getting ready to start recording, and uh, Trevs125 in chat asked this awesome question, or, or made this very, very interesting statement. He said, something I was thinking about in xCloud launching soon is why isn't it on the Switch? Do you think it's a Nintendo thing or an Xbox thing? And I think that that's a really, really interesting question, especially since we've got Look, I'm going to be here. I'm I'm here to tell you, as somebody who does not have an Xbox, I do have a PC, and it's a pretty beefy PC. But I don't have an Xbox, so I don't really have a dog in this race, um, or a horse in this race, a dog in this show. I don't know. I don't have any cheese on this sandwich. Is I guess the way that I'm going to say this. Um, Xbox Game Pass is a ridiculously, ridiculously good deal. Like it's it's a fantastic deal, and Microsoft just keeps making that that deal better and better and better. And now, Game Pass Ultimate, I think that's what it's called. Um, they that includes X Cloud, and if you don't know what X Cloud is, it is basically Microsoft's answer to Google Stadia, which means that. Um, you are able to play games, uh, your Xbox games, on uh, your mobile phone. And the way that it works is that they've got an xCloud, or an xCloud, an Xbox, in, in, a, in a room someplace. And when you turn it on, it, it boots that up, um, logs you in, you have access to your library, and then it streams the video to you on your phone so that you can play it. And 
Trevs is wondering, well, hold on. We've got a Nintendo Switch, which has an internet connection, um, is wireless like a uh, mobile phone, and it has built-in controls. It seems like the, the match made in heaven for for xCloud and X, uh, Game, ba- Game Pass Ultimate. So why isn't that available on Nintendo Switch? And I started answering the question, and I thought, you know what, this is this is actually uh, kind of a longer discussion. And before we get started on that discussion, I'm going to ask all of you to answer this question yourself. Why do you think Microsoft is not including Xbox, uh, Game Pass, and Xbox X Cloud on um, on the Nintendo Switch? Because there's 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 arguments to be made both ways. Let's start with Nintendo's argument because you know the 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 crux of the question that Trev asked is is it a Microsoft thing or is it an a Nintendo thing? So let's start with Nintendo. Let's let's think about this. Why would Nintendo like to have XCloud on the Nintendo Switch? Well, Nintendo unlike the other console manufacturers, they make a profit when they sell a Nintendo Switch. They don't sell the Switch at a loss. Um, Back in 2017, I believe the parts for a Nintendo Switch were estimated to cost, I think it was $250, I think. It was something like that. Um, I could be wrong about that. You can look this up. Uh, yourself, but I think it was about $260, $270 for a Nintendo Switch. And then, of course, they have, uh, you know, they've got to ship the thing. Uh, so they're making a very, very small profit on every single Nintendo Switch. Now, when you sell millions upon millions of them, and we'll talk about that later on in the show, um, that turns out to be a b- pretty big chunk of change. And I bet that there are people out there, Xbox people out there, who are huge fans of Xbox, and they love xCloud, and they would love to have a Nintendo Switch in order to play both Nintendo games and their Xbox games uh, on the go. And I think that a lot of people would end up buying a Nintendo Switch who otherwise might not. Uh, so that motivates Nintendo to allow xCloud on the Nintendo Switch. Now, why would Nintendo not want to allow xCloud on Nintendo Switch? Well, for the same reason that um, you know Apple doesn't want them on the phone is because uh, <laughs> be- because that cuts into profits. You know, if if uh, if I have xCloud. And I buy, uh, I, I don't know, Halo Infinite for my Xbox. And I want to play it. Now I'm playing it on my Nintendo Switch. Nintendo gets zero of the profits from that. They don't make any money from that. So that's a reason why Nintendo wouldn't want it on the Nintendo Switch. Let's take a look at the other side of the coin. Why would Xbox or Microsoft want xCloud on the Nintendo Switch? Well... I think that there's a lot of people who own, myself included, a Nintendo Switch, and they don't own an Xbox. And those people might be motivated to subscribe to xCloud 
or Game Pass Ultimate or whatever it is that they decide to call it, um, like I might be uh, motivated to subscribe for that service just so that I can play those games on my Nintendo Switch. Makes a lot of sense. I can see why Microsoft would want that to happen. Why would they not want that to happen? Well, there's a good reason why they wouldn't want that to happen either. Uh, and that is because they want to sell Xbox uh, Series X. They want to sell Xbox Series S. And right now, they still want to sell an Xbox One. And if you don't have to buy one of those things, then it kind of cuts into their profits. So who is to blame for xCloud not being available on Nintendo Switch? I have no idea. But I can see why most people would look one way or the other. Uh, most people. Let me rephrase that. I can see why both Microsoft and Nintendo would look at this argument and kind of be weighing it out and struggle to come down to a good answer. I don't think that there is a good answer that is uh, 100% beneficial or detrimental to either uh, corporation. What do you guys think? Let me know. Uh, tweet at me, at RunJumpStop. You know what I'm probably going to do is I'm probably going to um, uh, tweet out this as a question. Uh, would you play Xbox on your Nintendo Switch? Reply to that tweet, and uh, maybe we'll include that in the mailbag. All right, I alluded to this a few minutes ago when I was talking about hardware sales and, and you know what would push hardware sales. And we've got some news from uh, the NPD group, and that is that Nintendo Switch has uh, beat a hardware sales record that was set by the Wii back in 2008. This comes to us from Nintendo, <clears throat> excuse me, NintendoEnthusiast.com. Uh, so this revelation comes from the NPD group, which tracks monthly hardware and software residue residue re revenue in the U.S. NPD's Matt Piscatella did not list the exact amount of revenue generated by Nintendo Switch, but overall U.S. hardware sales for the month reached 229 million, which is up 37 percent from last year. Switch, of course, led the way with its record-breaking month that topped even. The Wii's best August. So this is the, this is basically saying, look, Nintendo sold more Nintendo Switches in August than they have ever sold the Wii back in 2008. Uh, that was the record in the past. Now, here's my question. Is this related to... Okay, there's a couple of ways that you can look at this. Number one, remember that the Wii cost, I think it was 250 bucks in 2008. And the Switch costs $300. So if they are just counting, straight up counting hardware, then we know that the Switch beat the Wii. However, if they're just talking about dollar sales, like how much money, how much revenue did they earn from it, 
then we don't know if the Switch actually beat the record set by the Wii back in 2008. At the end of the day, does it really matter? No, it doesn't. It's cool, but it doesn't matter. As somebody who follows Nintendo stuff, I'm I'm very happy that they are succeeding. I'm very happy that they're doing well. It doesn't affect me, but I think it's great. And I'm happy to see Nintendo continue to succeed. And they are obviously succeeding very well with sales numbers that are topping the Wii, which is their, like, that was, That thing was just printing money. Remember all of those uh, old gifts of, I think it was Iwata and Miyamoto, and they would show the Wii, and uh, they would be laughing, and money would be shooting out of the front of it. Uh, I remember those back in the day, back in 2008. Man, that was a long time ago, 12 years ago. Holy cow. Speaking of really, really good sales... Uh, Matt Piscatella of the NPD Group, he tweeted this out, which I thought was very interesting. U.S. NPD software, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, greatest game of all time. That was me saying that, not him, although I'm sure he agrees with me if he's awesome. Uh, Was the sixth bestseller of August on Nintendo's, excuse me, on Nintendo Switch. I apologize. I've been talking all day. Wow. Sixth bestseller in August? That game is three years old. That game came out on March 3rd, 2017. And 2020 in August, more than three years later, it is the sixth best-selling game. That is very impressive. There's a whole lot of people who are picking up Nintendo Switches who have not picked one up before, and they are playing some really, really awesome games. Games that they missed out on. They did not spend the. They spent the last three years not playing these games, and now they get to play these games. So, because of this question, or question, because of this little piece of information, I'm going to ask a mailbag topic in just a second. So hold on, stick around for that. Let's finish what he said. Um, it was ranked above the top seven sellers on the Switch for 42 consecutive months so 42 months in a row it was higher than the top seven best sellers for number switch it is as the 10th best selling game on nintendo platforms in u.s tracked history so that means for for the entire time that they have been tracking uh, software sales for nintendo uh, games on nintendo systems Breath of the Wild is the 10th best-selling game of all time of Nintendo games, which I think is really, really great. Here's my next, here's that mailbag question that I was uh, referring to. So basically, we've got a lot of people who are picking up a Nintendo Switch for the first time. And my question is, what is your favorite Nintendo Switch game and what is your least favorite Nintendo Switch game? I want to know both. I tweeted that out. I want you to reply to it. Let us know. We will talk about it more uh, on another day. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape... You can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. 
Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Speaking of sales, that's right. Speaking of sales, we've got more sales data, but not this is not the sales data in the way that you are used to. This is sales data in the way that there's a crazy auction. And um, basically, there was a prototype of Super Mario Brothers 3. Uh, it was a cartridge, which this you have got to see the picture of this thing. Go to runjumpstomp.com. And follow the link in the show notes. This is episode 581, I believe. And you've got to see this thing. It's somebody had, whoever was in charge of of this, uh, of making this prototype, uh, they took an old Kid Icarus cartridge, ripped off part of the, uh, the label, cut holes in the plastic stuff on the outside, so that they had room to solder on the um, the the chipsets that essentially have the the game of Super Mario Brothers three prototype on there, it, it just looks crazy. Like it was a weird Frankenstein monster of a video game. Here's what they had to say from Heritage Auctions listing. Uh, This prototype was made from a gutted cartridge for Kid Icarus. Sections of the cartridge have been cut away to expose the EEPROMs, erasable, programmable, read-only memory. In every sense of the word, these EEPROMs are the heart of the prototype, as they are what contain the pre-release data for Super Mario Bros. 3. Two of these are labeled to reflect this. Both are labeled in hand by one of the developers, the top, SM3 and the bottom reading SMB3 with February 1990 dates on both. It can be assumed that this indicates the cartridge is from one of the final stages of the game's development, considering it was released in the U.S. in February. Super 3 has been scrawled in what appears to be blue marker across the front of the cartridge on the Kid Icarus label in a seemingly hurried and casual fashion by a Nintendo employee. And yeah, th- this picture is awesome. I love this. It is it is WATR certified, which I believe that that means that they're saying this is a real thing. Uh, and uh, it sold for $31,200 at auction. Anybody who's ever watched my show has seen the stuff behind me, and you know that I collect stuff. Oh my God, what I wouldn't give to get this thing and have it in my house. I wouldn't even do anything with it. I would just like to have it in my house, on the shelf behind me. It's so janky and uh, Frankenstein together. It just looks so fantastic. Uh, so if you are the person who bur- who purchased this for 31200 and you're listening to this show, feel free to mail it to me, all right? I'll put it on the shelf behind me. It will be treated like it belongs in a museum. You know, it'll be on the, the shelf behind me, like an like in a museum, all right?
Okay, moving on from our overall theme of sales, uh, let's talk about a game that is on its way to the Nintendo Switch. It is called Hot Shot Racing. It looks really, really cool. I'm showing it to the Twitch channel uh, right now. Uh, this is developed by racing game veterans Lucky Mountain Games and Sumo Nottingham, which made OutRun 2, Sonic, and Sega All-Stars uh, Racing Transformed. Hot Shot Racing is an all-new driving experience which revives the classic arcade gameplay of the 90s and thrusts it into the modern era. Um, oh, hold on, i got to click show more. Hot Shot Racing is available now on the Nintendo Switch. It looks really cool. This, I mean, I remember when I was a kid going to the arcade and pumping quarters into games like this. This has eight-player online uh, split-screen mode. It just looks fantastic. Um, I, I absolutely love this, and it's already out, and I, I guess it's getting some pretty good reviews. So um, check out the link in the show notes so that you can check it out yourself. So during today's episode, I asked a couple of mailbag questions, and I've already gotten back some answers. So I figured that I would take a second and share the answers that I've already received. Um, one of the questions that I asked is, what are your favorite and least favorite Nintendo Switch games? Uh, Steve H&H of the Fantastic Horseshoes and Hand Grenades podcast. Uh, go listen to that. It's awesome. Uh, he said, Luigi's Mansion 3 is constantly being played at our house. There's something so satisfying about running around and vacuuming everything, even well after we've beaten it. The multiplayer is surprisingly fun as well. I have to say, Steve, I'm very let down that you did not tell me your least favorite game. So I guess that'll be a tweet in the future, but that's okay. He didn't He didn't read the directions. It's okay. Blaziken says... Bill, this is really difficult question to answer. I mean, if you switch, ex if you mean switch exclusives, a toss-up between Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild for the best collection of mana for least. Not that the games are bad, but the collection just fell flat. It really felt like a money grab. Not switch exclusives, hands down. Nine parchments is the best. The only thing wrong with this game is that there isn't more of it. The worst is DC Universe Online. It's a PC MMO running on the Switch. What did they think was going to happen? Well, I, I don't know. I'm, you know, I I play Elder Scrolls Online. That is a PC MMO that runs on a console and it works really really well. So, I think that um that you got to keep that in mind. But thank you very much for the replies. Listen, that was just 20 minutes ago that I tweeted this so we already have answers we're going to have more answers by Friday hopefully we'll have some answers from you I also um, had a mailbag question that I sent out uh, a while back I said Nintendo Switch owners oh no no this was from today sorry I'm dumb uh, this one's from today I said uh, Nintendo Switch owners would you subscribe to a cloud gaming service if you could play those games on your Switch 78% so far have voted yes in the last 20 minutes or so. Um, Steven from Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, he said, this assumes it's a play anywhere plan. If I could play on my Switch or my PC, I'm certainly down for it. 
That makes a lot of sense. Uh, Chris Manzella says, yes, it seems like it would be an affordable way to dramatically increase my Switch gaming library. The lack of a tangible game or a digital download that I own wouldn't bother me. Capsule J says, I'm a no on this one. Most of my Switch use cases are out of the house where I can't depend on fast Wi-Fi. Also, the Switch's connection seems to generate the kind of shaky... Oh, seems to be kind of shaky. I misunderstood that. Uh, Generally seems to be kind of shaky compared to other devices, unless it's in the dock with an Ethernet adapter. And again, I tweeted that out uh, during the show, so maybe there are uh, some some more answers to come. As far as the mailbag goes, this is a, a question that I asked a while back. I said... Do you use the music player function in games like uh, like in Super Mario, the, the, the 3D All-Stars game that has the music player functionality, or Smash? And honestly, I can't believe how close this is. 53.8% said no, they don't. And 46.2% said that they do. I expected this to... I expected the no's to win this, but I expected this to be way more lopsided than it is it just goes to show you that just because i know my use case doesn't mean that i know everybody else's use case as well all right well that is it for today's episode of nintendo switchcraft again i've got some people to thank you know who it is it's the people who are producers if you did not know you can support making independent gaming content like this by heading on over to patreon.com slash run jump stomp you can join at the buck a month club if you want you can get early access to uh to stuff or you can be a producer like eric smith matt hadfield bowser travis mcguire trucker paul Josephine, and this guy changes his name every time uh zelda battle royale is nearly as good as zelda plus hybrids Hy- hyrule kingdom battle uh thank you very much to our producers for uh <laughs> He changes his name every episode, uh, and it's kind of crazy. But um, thank you very much to our producers for the support and all of our patrons for the support. You guys are fantastic. If you want to find 1,500 other awesome people to talk to, what are you waiting for? Join our Discord. If you are looking for me on Twitter or Twitch or YouTube, you can find links to all of that stuff at my website, runjumpstomp.com. I'm out of here. I hope you guys have a great day. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.